Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And for those of you who've been watching our YouTube channel, you know um, that I've been on holidays for the last sort of 12 days. And you know, Janine did the live show last week uh, and the last couple of weeks on the market reports. And I've just landed back in Australia today after travelling overnight um, from being overseas. And when you're overseas, you do a few things, you know, like things that you, um, you put off until you go on holidays, like reading some of those great books that you've wanted to get to. But you've never really managed to put the time into it. But it was interesting. I was watching Janine's show last week and it was all on um, you know, the journey into trading and, and getting into trading. And she had a, a, couple, a video of a couple of students on, and they talked about their journey to get into trading and, and the things that they did and the mistakes that they made and uh, what they found on that journey to get into getting good education. And I thought, well, that's a great thing for me to talk about on a podcast, but I'm not actually going to talk about it in terms of that. I'm actually going to talk about it in terms of the 11 deadly sins of trading because I know uh, it's it's interesting. I was reading a, one of the books I was reading. I was just flicking through my wife's iPad um, whilst I was on the plane. I was going from an island into uh, flying into Manila in the Philippines and I was off on an island um, and I was flicking through her iPad and there was this uh, e-book um, on her iBooks, on her iPad, um, and it was about was a sales book was coming called Unselling and the guy was, he was talking about things that people do and people m- making mistakes um, and thinking that they understand things when they actually really, really don't. And I thought, well, that's a pretty good sort of topic for me to handle with my podcast and talking about those sorts of sins that people make getting into the market and believing or people that tell me that they're traders. And I know you've heard me do a lot of podcasts before on uh, and mentioning a lot of people, or well, 90% of people that tell me their traders aren't really traders in my book. Um, but let me have a go at these 11 and we'll have a bit of a chat about each one. Well, the 11, I could probably would have, I could have come up with probably 21 or 30, um, maybe even 50 of them, but I just wrote down 11 off the top of my head and, and in no order of importance. But uh, number one on the 11 deadly sins of trading that I come up with is one is the illusion of having knowledge. Uh, and I find that's the case with so many people when you talk to them on the phone. This is what I was talking about with this um, book called Unselling. He was saying, the, the gentleman was saying in the book that uh, often the person, uh, the, the person wanting to buy, for example, somebody looking at our course, they want to drive the sales process and they want to drive their questioning and they want to decide for themselves, which is fair enough. But, the, but, but he actually asks, is the person who the client or the the inquirer, is they the best person to determine the process? And I thought, well, that's an interesting thing. 
in, in terms of, I know when I'm talking to people on the phone now, there's two things. One, they're not a trading expert. That's my job. I'm a trading expert. They'd like to become one. So, and I often get people saying to me, they know trading, but that's my profession. And it's be like me saying to a bricklayer, I know how to do what you do. Well, I don't. I understand intellectually what he does. He picks up some bricks, puts some cement down, shoves a brick on top of it, bangs it down a little bit and off to the next one. That's what he does. But could I build a house or would you trust me building a house for you out of bricks, me laying your bricks? No, you wouldn't. They probably wouldn't be very straight and it probably wouldn't hang, uh, hold up for too long. But it's that illusion of me having that knowledge just because I intellectually know how to lay a brick in terms of the process. They're all, let's say, you know, changing a light globe or putting a PowerPoint on or, you know, sawing a piece of wood or building a basic frame or cutting somebody's hair. There's a whole range of different things that I have an intellectual understanding of. But could I actually do the job? And this is where I talk about the illusion of having knowledge. The majority of people that tell me they're traders have an illusion that they have the knowledge to be a trader. And that leads them to overconfidence or believing that they have the knowledge and skills to do this. Now, quite often I'll ask them a question. Would you give all your money to someone else who has your level of knowledge and experience in the market to trade on your behalf for you? And I've never had anybody come back to me and said, yeah, I would. They all say no. And that means if the answer is no in your mind, so if I asked you, would you give all your money to somebody else to trade for you, then somebody else had your level of knowledge, skill, and experience. If your answer is no, then you have the illusion of having knowledge if you're trading right now. Uh, and that's what I mean by overconfidence. And overconfidence leads to mistakes, leads you to buying the wrong stocks, selling the wrong stocks, buying at the wrong time, selling at the wrong time, not managing, being more stressed, under, not understanding the marketplace, leads you to be doing a lot of wasted time too because you're going down places where you shouldn't be going down and it also affects your profitability and your losses so it's this illusion of having knowledge and it's like uh, um, people and it's a, it's a guy thing mainly and ladies tend to underestimate their level of knowledge and skill guys overestimate it and think they're a little bit more bulletproof number two is more is better that's a big deadly sin uh, and i see this all the time people going Look, you know, I want to look at the top 500 stocks and I want to, I want to scan the top 500 stocks. Or can you teach me, does the software that you have, you know, scan all markets around the world? You know, there's 2,000 or 10,000 or 50,000 instruments around the world I can trade. Have you got something that scans all of that? More is not better. It just overcomplicates things. And the thing is the best traders have the smallest watch list. And I'll say that again, the best traders have the smallest watch list, not the biggest watch list. Because it's not about chasing everything in the market, because if you're chasing everything, uh, you're not going to get it right. And I'm going to talk a bit about that in one of my other deadly sins, but more is not better. It just overcomplicates things. And that's where I find a lot of traders have overcomplicated trading strategies or theories uh, that just don't work. And that, by that overcomplication, it leads them to paralysis of analysis. It also leads them to confusion. It also leads them into making, uh, being very hit and miss in their trading. And number three, not understanding risk. That's another big deadly sin. So number three, not understanding risk. And in the, in the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. And it's so often when I talk to traders or they're sending me emails, I get a lot of emails from these YouTube channels and posts from people. Um, some of the comments on YouTube, you don't have to look at some of the comments on YouTube and you'll see 
that the first three I've talked about are all covered in there. People with the illusion of knowledge, other people more is better. Uh, the thinking more is better, and not understanding risk. People with the least amount of knowledge and skill are trading the highest risk stocks and the highest risk markets. Markets not understanding that the risk that they're actually taking. It's not once once they understand what they're doing that they actually realise how much risk that they were taking. And it's sort of like standing in a dark room, you know, the lights are out, there's nothing there, and you start hearing some noises. You're not sure where you are, but you hear these noises and you can't see anything. And that unknown makes it more scary when we turn the lights on. You understand what's... You you can see what's around you, so therefore that fear can drop. But not understanding your risk also leads you to make unrealistic expectations of your trading meaning you're you're not uh, with the stocks you're trading the the portfolio styles you're trading the markets you're trading and it leads you to make big risks in your trading and those risks then cause you to lose more it causes you not to make good profits and it causes inconsistency again in your trading so as i said we don't know what we don't know uh, number four no trading plan now this is a risk <laughs> Critical again, again. Just watch, look at all the comments on YouTube. I don't know anybody, any one of the comments on my YouTube channel that they tell me they've got a trading plan. And I know when I'm in a room full of uh, people, whether it's you know, in the past being at expos or seminars or, or or speaking to people, been invited to speak to people. I know nine times out of ten, the people I'm talking to, if they're traders, they don't have a trading plan. And interestingly, the statistics are that the traders that do have a trading plan about 80% of them don't even follow it anyway and they tell you then they'll report that they do better when they follow their plan but then they don't follow their plan so it's interesting that the no trading plan if you've got no trading plan how do you plan to succeed and the thing is a lot of people think oh I don't want to limit myself to this plan but that's the point is you actually trading that's congruent with you and what you're trying to get that's why you have a trading plan number five chasing the market and changing strategies when something doesn't seem to work. Now, I see this a lot. I'll, they, they, they see something going. And one of the videos that Janine said, if you haven't seen last week's live show, go and have a look at it. Um, because one of the, the gentlemen on there, he said he was had um, a few stocks. He was trading a couple of stocks. One was Altium. And then he saw, they weren't going as fast as what he'd hoped. And then he saw Bitcoin was going hell for leather. And so he jumped over into Bitcoin and then Bitcoin tanked and the stocks he had took off. And that's what I mean. People change their strategy all the time. And I see people, not one strategy will work in every single market every single year. The market ebbs and flows. And so you need to have skills and knowledge to work with so that you can ebb and flow with that. But people see a strategy stops working, so they keep jumping to the next one, or the next one, or the next one, or the next one. They don't ever think that they don't have the knowledge and skill to enact that strategy. And this is where I find a lot of people go, oh, I can draw a trend line, or I've done this. And I've, I've had people um, you know, from our Facebook page or our YouTube channel send me charts saying they've drawn trend lines over everything, and I look at their chart, and there's not one trend line on it that is actually valid, a valid trend line. And so they've got this illusion that they understand what they're doing, but they don't. But then they're trying to use rules that they're not applying correctly and because they can't apply it correctly, they don't work as well. And if they don't work as well, then they change again to something else. Instead of getting what they're doing to work properly for themselves, they keep chopping and changing. And again, it doesn't work when you're managing your portfolio. But it's a huge sin that they do and they chase markets. They see that the US markets go on going faster than Australian markets, so then they jump onto that one. Then they see something else is moving faster, then they jump onto that one. 
And this is human nature. We see people, they jump on at the ends of the runs all the time and they jump in at the tops only to see it drop away and go sideways and down. And that's why a lot of people, their portfolios don't perform and why a lot of traders or 90% of traders don't make money because they're always chasing the market. Number six, being lazy, not earning the right to make money. And I often, I often say to people, you know, lazy traders don't make money. And I don't mean lazy in the sense of being rude to people because most people aren't lazy. But what I mean in the sense of not earning the right to make the money is they don't put the time and effort in to learn the knowledge and get the skills and hone their skills properly. So they just sit back and go, hmm, oh, I've read two pages in a book that tells me about trend lines. Yep, I've got it. And that's what I mean by lazy. They start trading on trend lines, but they've never actually earned the right to use the trend line successfully because they haven't practiced it, which is my number seven rule, no backtesting. They just jump into the market thinking they know things. And this is where that illusion of having knowledge comes into it because they think they understand trend lines. Just because you intellectually understand something doesn't mean you can do it. I can intellectually understand how a plane goes through the air and how a pilot steers it. He pulls back on the thing and puts a throttle up and makes the flaps go around and it turns left, turns right, goes up and down and goes faster and slower. Pretty simple. But you wouldn't have me drive your plane for you. And people drive their own investment platform, trading platforms, trading stocks, FX, you name it. But they haven't earned the right to make the money from those because they haven't back-tested things. Uh, number eight, chasing trades, not stalking them. It's following the market. And it's sort of looking at that more is better type uh, one, but chasing the market, not stalking them. And what I mean by chasing trades, not stalking them, it really is, is about um, they see something like an afterpay move and then they go and jump on that when the move's already happened. Um, whereas you should be getting in early and looking at things, saying, okay, so I have stocks that I'm watching. And eventually they'll give me a buy and I'm setting up doing all my analysis and I'm ready and I get in and then they go. That's what happens. Whereas most traders don't do that. They wait for something to go, then they get into it. So they're chasing them, not stalking them. Number nine is trading too often. Now, it's amazing how many the newbies, the people that have an illusion of having knowledge, how many times they trade. Uh, it's phenomenal. And, and I've seen so many people having 30, 40, 50 trades in a month. It's not funny. They trade way too often for the market conditions. They trade way too often for their rules. Um, and they're just trying to find trades all the time. But trading too often is a huge sin. Number 10, no exit strategy. In, in our surveys that we do, we have a survey on our website Four people, they can fill it out. There's a series of questions they can fill out. And a lot of people say, I know how to buy, but I don't know how to sell. And that's about 90% of people say that. I know how to buy, but I don't know how to sell. My argument is I don't even know how to buy, let alone how to sell, but having no exit strategy. Now, if you want to, the idea of trading, when you tra a trader, that means you buy something to sell later at a higher price. That's the definition of a trader. So if you don't have an exit strategy, how do you do that? Big point. Um, last one, poor money management. And that's a real killer for a lot of people. Poor money management. Um, I see, <coughs> excuse me, poor money management. I see, um, in, if you've been watching the live uh, YouTube channel, you'll know that a couple of weeks ago, about four weeks ago, I think, three, four weeks ago, I did 
portfolio review of a uh, one of the watches of that YouTube channel. But I got a, quite a few portfolios through, not one of them proper actually practice proper money management school, skills, not one of them. And it is quite interesting that I find very few people actually understand money management in terms of the stock market. And that means position sizing, how to balance your portfolio, how to do all your stop losses correctly, understanding your risk, all of those things. And I find the majority of people don't understand that. So that's another one of those big deadly sins in trading. So, but uh, I was going to wrap it up here. I don't want to go too far into this, but you get the idea that there's a lot of mistakes that people make and most of them because of lack of knowledge and trying to do things quickly, easily, is probably an easy way of just saying it for me, is they don't want to earn the right to be the great trader because, and then therefore they commit these 11 deadly sins. But uh, that's it for me for this week. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.